Creature Walks Among Us. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. Got a guest with us, a returning guest. His first time back in almost a year and a half. Over a year and ah, a half. Yeah. Almost two years, I would say. Thank you for having me again, Mr. Sean Bourne. Say you can talk. <laughs> Thank you for having I me again, Mr. Young. Say you can talk. I'm not allowed to talk, I'm sorry. Thank you. My brass will, everybody. Hey, it's Matt Brassfield. Yes, yes. No, you did not <laughs> give me that. No, okay, good. And again, thank you guys for having me. Uh, last time I was on, I believe, was for the wrestler, the wrestler yeah. with you guys. Yep. So uh, thank you for having me on this Halloween spectacular. Well, it wouldn't be Halloween without you. That's Aww. true. Thank you. Because you're spooky. I am. And you wear masks. I do. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've even used the Creature from the Black Lagoon music in uh, my first feature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know. When it first popped out in the movie, I was like, are we watching a Marvel lot? <laughs> it's kind of creepy. And and that was in the first movie. And then there was one time during this movie, I think they used it, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Multiple he, times. Yeah. I think it was only one like major, and then the other times they like had that same notes. Down, so yeah. yeah. It was like, bum, bum, bum. The, uh time that you were talking about when they used it is when they first showed him, first actually, showed him, right. and he popped out. He always shows up with his hand first. you notice that? Every movie. Yeah. He sees his hand before he sees his face. Pops out of a hole. I'm like, sure. Like a groundhog. I'm sure, like, on the first one, the reason they did that is when they shot it in 3D, so it was probably to add that 3D effect oh, of yeah, his yeah. hand coming towards you. And it became his thing. Yeah. His move. Uh, I thought his move was from the second movie, The Wave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm a creature. <laughs> uh, so this is the third and final movie. Yeah, they never made another one, right? Nope, nope. No, this was the end of the creature. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can I come out right out and say it? Oh, yeah. Like, okay, the creature from the Black Lagoon, the original one, has been my favorite monster. Yeah, like monster. Right, right. Yeah, I loved him more than Frankenstein, more than Dracula, for as long as I can remember. Uh, except for when I was a little kid, because I didn't see it when I was a little kid. But, uh, I was really disappointed with the second movie. Right. It seemed like it almost should not have been made. Yeah. But I dare say this is better than the original movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. That is a bold statement. Yeah. And I, a bold statement! And I really like the original. Right, right. See, I, I take the, the opposite. I actually think it's the worst really? out of all of them. I the thought three. it was poorly written. I think the way that they ended the whole franchise was really cheesy. I like the the concept of, you know, the humans trying to convert him into a human. I thought that was really interesting, but 
There's way too much filler in that movie. That whole beginning is just... You've seen the other two, right? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I uh, fall in between. I think the first one is the best, I think the second one's the worst, and this one is uh, dead set in the middle. Wow. <laughs> All right. Leaning closer towards the worst end of the spectrum. Let's, let's talk about <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Right. Let's talk about <laughs> it. So what did you like about it? Um... I liked that the creature looked like Lewis Gossett Jr. in oh, Enemy Mine. Yikes. Okay. Skirted <laughs> 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 it away from a racist comment. He actually, yeah, he really did. <laughs> Good one on that one, Eric. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. I make a racist comment. I, just I, because I'm a racist. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's the main reason. <laughs> and it's almost a holiday. <laughs> Is it racist holiday? No, but uh, every holiday you're allowed to make one like anti-political correct statement. I do believe. Oh, okay. Like you can make fun of like lesbians or Jews or yeah. Christians or whoever. Yeah. I really like making fun of everyone all the time, though. But on a holiday, it's it's like perfectly it's acceptable. Right, you okay. get one. It's like a you get a free pass. Yeah, a free right, pass right. every holiday. No one will judge you for saying it. That's how I've always grown up. Uh, well, I've always grown up that uh, everybody's free game all the time. Wow. White, black, Mexican, Jew. Every day's a holiday. Puerto Rican. Shanbor. <laughs> Ponytailed, bearded guys. Uh-huh. Hi, Bell Book and Comic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I agree with Eric. I think the way that they did transform him and the half human thing kind of worked. I think that was. One of the only things really going for that movie. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I think it's a good concept, and I think it's a it's a neat step to to take that franchise. Um, obviously, they didn't have any other ideas after it. Um, well, it's ambiguous, but at the end of the movie, spoiler, right? He may have just killed himself. Right. I would say that's not a spoiler or not ambiguous. I mean. I would say he killed himself. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, you never know. He may have just like looked at the water and then went back to captivity. But right. They don't really. Sh- they don't show it. They don't spell it out. No. no. Well, well, see, I heard Universal is supposed to reboot it in late 2011, 2012, and I'm wondering if it's going to take place like supposedly years after the originals, and um, like he's still alive. Or I'm pretty sure that it's a remake, and I'm pretty sure that that has been talked about for the past 20 years and still hasn't happened yet. I don't know, though. I'm pretty sure it's not ever. It. I, I heard that they actually are trying to remake all that stuff because a lot of the licensing is starting for the names and all that, so that's why they're rushing out and doing like the remake movies like they did with uh, the Wolfman and, and all that. It's all for basically purposes again, of locking it. They've been trying for years. That's true. Uh, Breck Eisner was the, the last uh, great hope for it, I think. And uh, he went on and did the crazies instead, and uh, and, uh, I think this went to the wayside. (laughs) I bet if they start to lose their copyright, though, they would shovel any kind of shit out there just to keep it. Like they just did that with the the Hellraiser movies, um, because the Weinstein companies bought it from uh, Miramax, and their copyright was getting ready to, to run out on it. So literally, they gave uh, these guys fourteen like fourteen weeks to shoot a Hellraiser nine, and it's basically a throwaway because they just signed the guys to do the remake. Oh wow! So it's like part <clears throat> nine's coming out, and then less than probably a year later, there's going to be a remake. It's crazy. I mean, they just do yeah, but the weird past stuff. six of those have all been released 
direct to DVD. Oh anyway. yeah. Could you? You probably could, but could you <laughs> even name any of the the other Hellraiser sequels beyond three? I I've only seen up to three, and I was only aware that there was like four, maybe five. Like I had no idea that there was a six or seven or eight. Oh yeah, there's a ton of them. <laughs> wow, and they're as bad as we all are imagining, right? Um, for the most part, yeah. Oh, you've seen them too. Um, no, but I've read descriptions of them. I've read reviews of them. They all seem horrible. Is there like a leprechaun crossover? Uh, no, but is there is one in space. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and then I believe one of the more recent ones is uh, like Hellraiser on the internet. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, it's called Hell World, and it's literally yeah they play yeah. a video game that they the Cenobites are in the video game, oh, and wow. by doing stuff in the video game, it opens the box That's and horrible. makes them. And I think we out. all know that. Uh, when you take a well-established horror franchise and throw in video games, or make a horror movie based on a fake video game. Lawn War Man? Huh? Lawn War Man? Uh, I don't want to say that was so much a video game. Oh, yeah. Uh, but more like, uh, like, uh, what was that one game with uh, Malcolm in the Middle and, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> Stay Alive or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Stay Alive. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. The only video game... because it had Malcolm in the Middle in it. <laughs> The kid, Malcolm? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> the only video game movie that I can think of that I actually liked, and I don't know if either one of you have seen it, was uh, Brain Scan with yeah. Edward mm-hmm. Furlong. That one's all right. It's really like early 90s horror. Right. It's, ri- it's it's a bad movie. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but it's at least enjoyable. Brain Scanners? Yeah, Brain, Brain Scan. scan. Brain scan. Yeah. Frank Langella. They should totally do one comedy Hellraiser where he's like, or where uh, Pinhead like, you know, works at some, like, beachside hot dog joint or something, and then, like, he just can't get everything right, and he's really frustrated. <laughs> like, Judd Apatow or whoever, you know. That'd <laughs> be cool. Now. <laughs> so the creature walks among us. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I thought, like, they actually tried to put a story in there. They put, like, social commentary and metaphor. They, like... like but you know, they had that in all of them. Not, not really. I mean, not really. It was pretty, uh, it's pretty, uh... The first one is all about, uh, the environment and evolution, and then, uh, you know, how you shouldn't fuck with nature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one is all about how you should fuck with nature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the first Because we're obviously better that way. <laughs> they sort of just kind of touch upon that, just to have, like, the... It just didn't seem very sincere, like, like they didn't really go anywhere, but this one was, like... Like, it had a lot going on, and there was a, you know, story-wise, and there was a ton of action. I, I thought it was awesome. See, that surprises me. Cause, oh, wow, yeah. Cause I, literally, I, I thought the, like, the, the the beginning part is extremely slow and boring. Yeah. Until yeah, they I capture it, the ca- creature, then it picks up a little bit, and right. then it goes back into the slow and boring, right. and then when the creature finally escapes is when you start seeing action. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's true. I won't disagree with that. It, right. it starts out super slow. It takes forever to pick up, and even when it does, it doesn't really. But when the creature starts destroying shit at the end, oh my god, that was awesome. It was, yeah, that was awesome, but, you know, it was like, uh, I don't know, it just, uh, after the creature has doused himself in gasoline, and, uh, <laughs> it got everything else is kind of paling in comparison. Yeah. Yeah, why did he do that? Did, did he think it was like a... Water or something? I, I, don't, I think uh, they were trying to do it where he supposedly like picked it up, but he wasn't paying attention. So when he uh, got over his head, it 
it was draining out. Yeah. Well, him. he was clearly just dumping it on yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe he was like, I got your stuff. I'm just shaking it all over me. Is this your drinking water? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like he's taunting them somehow. Man, I thought, I don't know. I thought it was really good. See, I, I thought really the, the part where they were in the swamp looking for him, I thought that was really cool. I like the way it was shot. I like, you know, mm-hmm. aspects of that, but. I don't know. And they continued with, like, in the second movie, you know, they got him imprisoned underwater. And uh, and this one, like, you know, they have him imprisoned on land. And he's, like, he's, like, even looking around at the bars. And it seems like he's remembering that. But he realizes that, you know, he's on land now. And, like, he's adjusting to this whole new life. And I don't know. I thought it was, like, deeper. It was deeper. I thought it was more of a character piece about the creature. But, see, I, I think it was a lack of character piece because they didn't really dive into it as much as it was about the main doctor and his wife having marital problems because the doctor was a nut job. I mean, right. he's obsessed with the creature. Yeah. And the creature became like a secondary character and a secondary thought where they just used him in the background to stand and still through two way mirrors. And he wasn't actually ever used. He did do a lot of just stamping. Yeah. But I thought it, that worked. I thought that worked because it was, it was a story about the way he affected uh, the way, you know, the people viewed themselves and interacted with each other. Like, the mirror of, you know, like, the animal instinct in man and all that. I don't know. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was, like, overly heady and, like, you should read into it too much, but I just thought it was, a, I thought it was better written than the other two. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe it was more well thought out. But I think it was more poorly executed. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I really think that it, that movie f- fell apart pretty quick. <laughs> I think it's uh, a lot cheaper, uh, just all around, than the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell, I think, uh, especially the very last shot of the movie, uh, but throughout it, uh, there's a lot of really bad composite shots. Yeah, like when the mountain lion's climbing the tree. Right. You can see, like, a wire coming from his neck. And right, right. And, uh, like when they're floating down the, uh, the river, uh, you know, uh, on their little dinghy, uh, you can tell that, like, that's a fake background. And, you right. Know, there. I will say the only disappointing thing for me was the lack of Lucas. Was his name Lucas? Oh, yeah, yeah. From the boat captain. From the, uh, the first two. <clears throat> This super uh, over the top character. Yeah, he's still my favorite character in the the whole trilogy. Yeah. It is still neat though that they tied it back in, so that way, with this being the last, it did make it a nice little package where he, you know, periodically showed showed up throughout mm-hmm. it. And I agree with Eric too. I think this one was really cheaply shot, and I think they just threw it together um, to try to make a like one little quick last buck on the franchise. Because at that point, Universal was given up on all their horror film stuff anyway. Right. And I think this was just like a little, well, yeah, hurry up and just get it out. You know, let's see if anyone cares. Hey, it worked for me. I care. That was great. All right. Um, didn't enjoy the uh, big bulky pantsuit he was wearing. <laughs> yeah, he did. He looks like more like Frankenstein than the creature. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> just a yeah, lot of padding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, did anyone else notice that? Like, when he's the oh, creature, yeah. he was slender, and right. he was everything else, and then the moment they turned him supposedly into this human, he was bulky, he was yeah. slow-moving. Yeah. It was almost like a zombie in some shots, where he was just kind of shuffling around, and you're like, 
that defeated the creature. Well, he wasn't. Maybe he was a fat dumb American. Well, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> when he was in the water, he was always swimming, right? Right. He was getting exercise. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he just now he was just standing and hey. laying around. Yeah, exactly. Like a lazy fat American. <laughs> See, another, yet another metaphor. In the uh, did, did, have either one of you guys seen? Um, I guess on the Abbott and Costello show back back around that time. Um, I've never seen it. I've always wanted to, but I guess they had a segment where it was just like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. But I guess they met the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, yeah. Has either one of you guys ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. It'd been be nice if they'd ever put it out. Like they put it on an extra on right. like the anthology, or you know that would have been really nice. But I guess not. That'd be very cool. Yeah. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> what was the? Uh, do you remember at the beginning of the movie when they first talked to that guy who's laying in bed and he's been injured? Right. The guy that had the knife that stabbed the creature. Yeah. Was that Chico Marx? It looks just like Chico Marx. I have no idea. Marx brother. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think so because he looked. A lot older than I think what the Marx brother would have been at that point. And Hispanic. Yeah. Well, Chico. <laughs> <laughs> Got me there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that was. Yeah, it just it just looked like him. I don't know. Just the way his his like movements, like his mannerisms and whatnot, it just kind of reminded me. Of him. Well, with this being the final, did 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 you, Jason? You, since you were a huge fan of that, the, the original, hmm. did you think that really it was a nice ending? Like, yeah. did you enjoy like though the ending frame of that where it left it open, where you were not quite sure what happened? I thought the ending was amazing. I I think the ending was my favorite part of the movie. Me too, because it was over. <laughs> No. Uh, Eric, how about you? I mean, did you think it was a nice fitting um, for it? I think at this point I was just glad it wasn't the exact same shot from the previous two movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, yeah. They did do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like like, uh, like I said, I don't uh, think that it's uh, left open. I think it's fairly obvious that he... Uh, Off himself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but what has that say a lot about, you know... About me? The, the, no, oh. the creature would rather like kill himself than be a part of this world where man is destroying man and destroying the water. Um, no, you know, because I'm I'm uh, kind of still with uh, some of the scientists there that uh, it was still an animal yeah. that yeah. they just fucked with. Yeah, and, and they're starting to learn though. You know? But well, he, I don't know that he was. Yeah, I think it was more like what you s- stated earlier, Jason. He was more in wonder of why he was on land for that long, right. why people were being nice to him. And everything else, and then once he's seen violence again, that instinct would come immediately back with the ma- the mountain lion and the doctor. Right. I mean, so no, he he never really did. I think learn per se. So I think he was starting to figure it out, though. I think he was starting to figure out what was happening to him, and I don't know. That's just kind of what I got. I mean, it's ambiguous, but yeah, and I, I think it's ambiguously gay. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it leaves itself open, though, for for oh, both sides. Oh, you sorry. know, your side thinking that he is learning, and then our side uh, that no, it was more just an animal, mm-hmm. and it's you'd be nice to certain animals too, and they'll be nice to you. Yeah, but, that's you know. true. Well, I think what we're saying is that uh, two against one, we win. Yeah, <laughs> you lose. Uh, <laughs> how much do I owe you? 
thirty dollars oh, each. Oh what? I've got a check. All right. No, no, no. I don't want one of your checks, Mister Young. <laughs> um, I thought uh, it was kind of interesting that uh, for the first time we have a uh, a female character who's already married in the movie. Oh, that's true. And that he, uh, the creature, is not uh, instantly obsessed over. Uh, in fact, uh, he, very I rarely, he, uh, he I don't think he is at all. Yeah, yeah made any kind of uh, notion. Maybe he got burned. Yeah, <laughs> too many times in the past. Wow. And I do like too that they did leave it where the the wife character, even though she was having problems with the husband, they didn't do the thing where she was wanting to be rescued or anything right. else. She was actually still loyal all the way till the end to you know her crazy husband, which was kind of cool, especially for that time of movies. They always did the you know oh they have to be saved, and you know this rough captain guy will come in or somebody will come in and save them. Yeah. Well, you're the nice. prettiest girl that's been abused in this house. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was sort of like sniffing around her, though. Like, oh, okay. like everyone. Well, that's other than all the, the movies, though. Yeah. Other than the creature, he was more of a gentleman than mm. most of the humans. <laughs> I'm just saying. I also felt that this one borrowed, it seemed <laughs> to borrow a lot from King Kong a little bit in certain areas. Um, with the captain guy being negative toward the girl on the ship, not, you know, always trying to corner her and all that. And the original King Kong, he was mean to her because he had a crush on her. And it turned out to be the same thing. The boat captain had a crush on her. And it, I don't know. And then they took the big monster to the city. They take the monster to the city. So there was a lot of similar aspects to it. I think it, well, was, it was the same in part two as well, though. Yeah, true. Captain Very part. true. So uh, it, it seems like they took a lot from, you know, the 33 or one at 33 when King Kong came out, the original. Uh, I think it was. 30 somewhere. Yeah. Yep. And it just seems like they really borrowed it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Even that one, yes. I mean, you can even compare it to that one, two points. It just seems like they really, um, borrowed a lot on those movies. You know, one thing you can't borrow from uh, King Kong? A comb. It's too big. Can't comb your hair. Can't do it. Right. Useless. Yeah. Um, Eric, do you have like a cricket soundboard that we can hit? <laughs> I'll add it in post. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I just feel that it was the weakest, and, and it was very disappointing to end a franchise that way. Like you know, the Dracula franchise. If you look at it through Universal. I mean, yeah, they did, like, House of Dracula and House of Frankenstein and all that. But if you look at the core, Son of Dracula was the end of, you know, the three. And, you know, it was Dracula, then Daughter of Dracula, and the one. Son of Dracula, granted, wasn't as good as the original. But it was a nice little thriller. And, I mean, most of them seen through Universal seem to have that. I only recognize the first one. You didn't like any of the other ones? I've never seen any of those because I didn't know they existed. Oh. There you go. Well, you should, uh. Because only the first one counts. I think you would, uh. I think you would like Dracula's Daughter. I think you would actually like that one. Son of Dracula. Am I going to watch it? It's more of like a film noir movie. It's really weird. That's not how we pronounce that word in this room. Noir? Noir. (laughs) (laughs) I just joined in. (laughs) That's fine. You've redeemed yourself. Uh, 
no, I just yeah. I mean, uh, Dracula is Dracula. That's 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 all you need. How about Blackula? Oh, uh, you need Blackula. Yeah, yeah. You, you need Dracula. And you need Blackula. Because if it's sequel, and scream Blackula. That's the only uh, Acula uh, uh, sequel that I recognize. So no Gary Oldman. No, that's a remake. That's fine. So you count Gary Oldman. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's what I need to know. <laughs> Gary Oldman was played Dracula. Yeah. yeah. And what? Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula? That was Gary Oldman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, he played the old Dracula and the young Dracula. I haven't seen that movie since it was in the theater. Really? It's the last time I saw it. Wow. I didn't know who Gary Oldman was, probably. Oh. Alright. <laughs> I'll watch it again. This, this weekend has been very disappointing for the your your uh, movie knowledge. <laughs> And, uh, uh, lack thereof, I guess. Uh, what, what was the other one? Uh, you've never seen Rocky IV? Oh, yeah. Say Rocky Four. Oh yeah, that's true. What? <laughs> My God, Jason. Uh, well, why was Gary Oldman in that too? Yes. <laughs> he played the peanut vendor. Yeah. Yeah. Get your peanuts, eh? He's always been good at accents. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like how different this movie was. I thought it really surprised me because the second one basically was like. Just kind of a, a watered-down version of the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that great. And this one was so different. Like, I mean, like, the story, and he, he looked different, and they tried something new. They put him on land. And... Uh, I I appreciate that they did try to do something new, but I think uh, I'm actually leaning more towards this being more disappointing. Only, uh, I think, two was a terrible movie, yeah. and I think it was the worst movie. But it was laughably bad. Yeah. And this one, I don't think, was bad enough to laugh at. Right. Uh, but definitely not good enough to be called good. I guess, yeah. It just kind of puttered along. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, movies in the 50s are definitely different. And I'm sure it would be... I'm sure they would have cut out, you know, a lot of that slow stuff. Today. Right. But I thought the story overall was just the best of the three. Well, you know, I don't... Uh, I, I, they would cut out all the slow stuff, but I don't think they need to. 
I just think it needs to be better written yeah. and better executed. Right, right. Yes. Because uh, you and I yesterday, we watched a terribly slow movie, mm-hmm. but I was riveted throughout the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's not about, you know, the, the, the pacing, it's about the quality of it. Right, and I, what, I agree with that. And what was this movie? I would like to uh, know what you guys watched. Go listen to the episode. No. Oh, it's on the actual episode even. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. I didn't know if it was something that you guys watched together. And we don't watch saying. movies together for fun. <laughs> yeah, only for work. Right. Oh. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> we just watch TV shows together. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Like a Dexter. Like a Dexter, a Mad Men, although not so many of those. A, a Breaking Bad. A Walking Dead, whenever that a comes out. A Walking Dead, whenever it comes out. It's be a week or so. A whole week away. Wish, wish we had it now. Wish we had it now. If only. Damn it. Fucking AMC. I wish you could watch it online or something before it was out. That would be awesome. They probably don't do that. It's like pretty, yeah, you probably have like some sort of subscription or something like that. It's cable. Yeah. You gotta know somebody. Gotta know somebody. Yeah. So you guys thinking The uh, Walking Dead's gonna be a good series? Yes. Yes, I do. I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh, incredibly excited. I have not been this excited for a uh, television show or a movie in forever. Since the Punky Brewster cartoon. Since that. That's been a long time. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. Like mid-80s. Yeah. (laughs) So what, so, you know, I'd like to know, like, what your guys' actual favorite horror films were. That is the question we are supposed to ask you, sir. Yeah, you're crazy. You are breaking the fucking format. I can join in, too. (laughs) I I just... I've always actually, I mean, I've known both of you guys for a long time now, and I've never actually sat and asked you guys, you know, I'm, everybody knows I'm a huge horror fan, and I know Eric's enjoys them quite a bit, and I know you watch them, Jason, mm-hmm. but I've never actually asked you guys what your guys' favorite horror films was. Well, I think it's uh, good that we have you here on this uh, final episode of the Halloween specials, because you are the horror guy the in go- this group. He's the go-to guy for yeah. horror and blood. I try. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, where we usually like to take the conversation. Uh, so I say, you know, since uh, our previous guest apparently hated horror movies, I <laughs> uh, don't know why you agreed to let him on the show. Uh, <laughs> he, he likes the horror, but... Who like? Who mostly like mostly the films. Japanese horror movies. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so let's go all out. Let's talk about horror. Let's horror. talk about Halloween. Let's talk about stuff. Pumpkins and... Pumpkins candy corn, and scary candy stuff. and scary shit and yeah. monsters and, and uh, oh, I know, I got a good question. What's the uh, the s- coolest thing you've ever got while trick or treating in your bag when you got home and opened your bag and you're like score? I don't know. I think the, the the one that I think was the coolest is one year this lady gave this thing called uh, Mr. Bones, and it was I, I lived in Waynesville. That's where I grew up. And it was literally like one of those wacky wall crawlers, but it was a skeleton, and you would like oh, wow. you could throw it, and you know it would stick to walls. I think that was the coolest, just because you know everybody gets candy or you know quarters or you know whatever. Yeah, money was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've but, never had money. Really? Toys? What the fuck? Yeah, I got a can of Sunkist once. I remember that. Fuck. Yeah, I just got fucking sweet tarts and. Other bullshit candy I hated. I remember there was this one candy that I only ever saw at Halloween. It came in these tiny little neon green coffins, and it was like bone-shaped candy, I like never, a skeleton. I never got that what either. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I never got that. God I, damn it. I lived in an affluent neighborhood. These fuckers were just cheap-ass 
pieces of shit. <laughs> just sweet tarts and fucking candy corn. With the the occasional fucking like you know peppermint that they grabbed out of a bowl at a restaurant. Oh wow! Did, did you ever get motherfuckers? There's one. Like, Fuck you, Beaver Creek, Ohio. <laughs> this is why he's bitter. Because the candy. Because of Halloween. <laughs> no candy. I hated those stupid toffee like taffy things that they would that people would always give, and they were the, like, the, the, oh the caramel, man, caramel yes, ones. and they were so yeah, gross and dry. Yeah. Ugh. And then you'd get them, and you'd always just be like, ah, and you'd just throw them away <laughs> most like instantly. The, uh, the caramel ones with, like, the white filling inside. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Fuck that shit. I always like the non uh, Not a fan of those. Lemonheads. See, we always got... Yeah, sweet we got, like, a few, like, <laughs> generic candies, but I always remember getting, like, you know, the Reese cups and... Yeah. And, you know, the good stuff, the little miniature Snicker bars. And a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of Smarties. S- smarties. I fuck Smarties. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I would go out trick-or-treating, and I'd get all that bullshit. But then, like, you know, my mom would be giving out, like, Kit Kats and Nestle's Crunch and the Snicker bars and Reese Cups and, and Hershey bars and Mounds and Almond Joy and, like, the good shit. You should have just traded the bad shit for the good shit. I ate most of the good shit because I didn't want any of that bad shit. So your mom could use some too. So, so yeah, yeah you know, I mean, obviously, <laughs> like uh, as the years went on, the uh, less and less trick or treaters would come around, and right. I think they only get maybe like five total, you know, in a night. Wow. Uh, so like she's got this gigantic bowl of you know all these good candies, and mm. so oh, yeah, that's why I have uh, onset diabetes now. Oh. <laughs> So what did you guys, uh, you guys remember any of the costumes that you guys used to go out as? Mm, I remember uh, my mom used to just put, like, food coloring all over my face and, like, give me, like, some jacket that didn't quite fit. And, like, I don't know if I was some sort of undead hobo or something, I'm not sure. But, like, I've, I've seen pictures and I'm like, what the fuck was I? But, like, because I don't think she had much money. And uh, she didn't, like, sometimes we'd get those costumes where it was, like, a plastic mask. And then just the like vinyl, right. yeah, I'd love like, those pajama thing. I'd love those, but mostly it was just food coloring on our faces. I would, uh, yeah, I had a couple of those uh, vinyl costumes at uh, Spider Man and a Batman for sure at nice. one point. Um, like, there's a picture of me wearing a Batman mask with like a red hoodie, and you know, <laughs> that uh, should be the image for this episode. It should, <laughs> but it won't be. Uh, but I think uh, my two best costumes I ever went out as was uh, one was Dracula, uh, like a suit and the cape, and you know all that. Nice. And then uh, the other one was uh, as the Joker. Nice. Well. Yeah. Uh, this was just last year, obviously. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, Why so serious? <laughs> Why so serious? Because he was Al Franken as yeah. Stuart Small. That's what you should do, dress like Al Franken uh, as, uh, as the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but no, this was like in 89, you know, after the uh, Tim Burton Batman movie came out and uh, I looked less like Jack Nicholson as the Joker and more like Cesar Romero as the Joker. So you're probably about nine or nine or ten. Uh, I was eleven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I only went trick or treating one more year after that. When you were seventeen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? What were your costumes? Uh, same like Eric. Uh, Dracula was one of my favorite ones that I went as. Um, and then the other one was um. One of those vinyl ones with the plastic mask. It was uh, from that movie Crawl, and it was the Cyclops. And I always oh, remember wow, because right. in elementary school they used to make you walk around 
I don't know if you yeah. guys remember that, and you'd uh-huh. have to walk through the other classrooms to show off your costumes. We walked know. around the building, like, uh, <laughs> on the outside. See, that's awesome. I don't remember that. Yeah. See, we had to do it in other classrooms, and I remember they made us go into the older kids' class, and I was, I don't know, probably first grade, second grade at that point. Six years old. And this, and this kid looks, and he's like, this is Cyclops. How come he's got three eyes? And that always stuck with me. That this kid yeah. was like questioning and like a first grader wow. about his costume. So that's my favorite. Is that right. kid now plays magic? <laughs> I'm sure he does. Well, he, in, his, in his defense, he was right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I was a little kid. I that's didn't know. the kind of dipshit that just sucks fun out of everything. Yeah, maybe he's a costume designer. Fuck that guy now. Maybe he works in no, Hollywood. No, fuck that guy. Thank you, Eric. That guy, I hope he's dead. I hope he's dead for your sake. Thank you. Man. It was it was traumatic for a kid. I felt bad afterwards because like some, you know, older kids making fun of my costume. But it still ranks as one of my favorites because it's something I always remember. If and you would have been a complete badass, you would have poked both your eyes out right there. It's true. Anyway, or if I was a badass, I would have poked like one of his eyes out and then I said, now oh, you're the Cyclops. Oh, yeah, that'd be, bad. <laughs> that'd be badass. Uh, no, I like the other idea. You should have done that. Yeah. Uh, I'm... <laughs> Be the bigger man. I'm with the other guy now. Yeah. Why the fuck <laughs> did you have three eyes? <laughs> it is true. But that was my favorite. And what's another funny story is, uh, you know, your Spider-Man mask? We uh, were actually auctioning one of those off complete in the box at Horrorama this year. No way. Which is, when you said that, that's like the first thing that came out. I was like, huh, I just have one of those at the house that's right pretty, now. pretty awesome. <laughs> So, um, yeah, horror movies, though. Um, I think it's been, uh, I think, uh, I can't remember if we've talked too much about our favorite horror movies uh, on the past two episodes. I think I ran through mine when Kathleen was here. All right, but uh, I'm thinking uh, top ten. No, ooh, top Top ten. Oh, wow. Who's going to go first? You. Oh, okay. Uh, these are in no order. Yeah, of course. Because, uh, yeah, it's really hard to uh, figure out the order of these. Um, probably 1942's Wolfman, um, Halloween, of course. Um, the Rob Zombie one, of course. Oh, no, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a movie called Tombs of the Blind Dead, um, Hellraiser, uh, Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell, which was an old Hammer production. Um, I really like the original Hills Have Eyes. I really like Pumpkinhead quite a bit. Um, really like, of course, Universal's Frankenstein, which I think everybody pretty much will list that in their top 10 or 20 at least. Um, oh man, I'm trying to go through all the ones. I've seen so many of them. Um, Suspira, Suspiria, I really liked. Um, even though it, Nowadays, it's weird because I hear the younger kids talk about it, and they like kind of trash it. Um, but you know, for the time, I thought it was an amazing movie. Um, other than that, let's see what's one other one that sticks out. Um, probably Horror of Dracula with Christopher Lee. Again, I like a lot of atmosphere and a lot of my horror films, and you know, like the Hammer films especially had atmosphere. I mean, that's what. That's kind of one of the reasons why I like the uh, remake of The Wolfman, because to me it took, um, you know, universal monster movies and hammer horror, and they put it together, because the atmosphere in that movie was great. You know, the shots of, you know, the moors, and, you know, you could see the fog rolling in, 
and all that. So yeah. those are my favorites. Wow. Especially Tombs of the Blind Dead, too, because not a lot of people know about it. I've never heard of it. And, and it's, yeah, it's, like, really grossly underrated, and, like, hardly nobody ever mentions it, and it's just, it's really good. You should watch it, Jason. Is it about zombie templars? Yes. Yeah. With that, uh, years, or, you know, hundreds of years before, they, they were killed in that town, and their eyes were poked out, and then they come back on, like, an anniversary during, like, a big celebration, and then they come back and wow. kill everybody in the town. And they, you know, they can't see you, of course, but they, everything's based on sound. And the thing is, is you know, everyone's like, oh, don't move, don't move. But the thing is, they can hear your heartbeat, so they they're still know devil. where you're at. They're daredevil. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a horde of dare. Who would win in that fight? Daredevil versus the, the blind the dead. dead. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably the blind dead. <laughs> There's more of them. Yeah. Oh, daredevil's leader of the hand now. Uh-oh. Nerds. He's, <laughs> He's super. So, Eric, let's hear your top five. Oh, uh, I don't get to pick top ten. Well, I don't know it's if my you... fucking show. I thought you guys already said that you guys already did it. So, top <laughs> ten's great. No, go for it. <laughs> I want to hear these. I don't think I went through a top ten. Yeah, I, I think we just ran, ran yeah. rattled off a few. I don't think I even uh, really mentioned any favorites. I think we mostly were just focused on Kathleen and then arguing with Jeremy. So, <laughs> uh, I think I mentioned my favorites. Seems like it. All right. At least well, I thought about them. Well, uh, you may have to do them again. No. Because I'm going to do a top ten right now. Top ten, right off the top of my head. Uh, no order. Uh, Evil Dead 2. Uh, not a living dead. <laughs> uh, the Fly Ooh, Original or Remake? Uh, the Remake Yeah, remake. yeah. Brendan, Brendan Fly yeah. Although I do really like the original Um Dawn of the Dead uh, Dawn of the Dead Remake Ooh uh-huh. Actually, yeah I like that one too I actually think it was good Uh Martyrs Nightmare on Elm Street. OG. OG. Okay. As I say, because that new one was terrible. I haven't seen it. Don't waste your time. I'm going to. <laughs> We're all about wasting our time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then by all means. <laughs> Plus, I want to make my own fucking mind about it. Children shouldn't play with dead things. I just watched that this morning. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Martin. One more. 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 Eh, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> you just throwing it in there? Yeah. yeah. Well, I noticed that you picked original. a lot of George Romero stuff. Have you seen like his new one, The Survival nope. of the Dead? Very disappointing in that one, yeah. but I, I would like I, I would love for you to watch it though because oh, I'd I'm, love to talk to you about it and see what your opinions of was. I'm planning on it when it eventually hits my Netflix. Gotcha. Which should be in about a couple of years. Have you seen Diary? Yes. Did you Did you enjoy that one? I did. See, I did too. Again, 
What, what out of all of his dead movies, which one did you would you say that you weren't too keen on? Uh, Diary was my least favorite. Um, but you know, still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go order best to, to worst. Uh, I know it's hard. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm just afraid that because uh, I've had this discussion before with uh, our listener Brian John Mitchell, I want to make sure that I get the order that right because I don't want to hear from him. <laughs> uh, let me just say it right now, Brian, don't write in. <laughs> <laughs> At least not to correct you on this. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> write in, but yeah, not about the Romero dead movies. No, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> alright. Best to worst. Uh, I'm gonna go dawn, land, day, night, diary. Nice. See, mine would go <clears throat> night, day, dawn, diary, land. I think land was my least favorite. But I, I, I do like land. Like, the first time I seen it, I went to a sneak yeah. preview of it. I hated it. I walked out of there and I was in a ro- like, oh man, I, because it, you know, it was really flashy and it didn't Just feel like a Romero movie. Like an action movie. Yeah. But then the more I thought about it and then watched it again when it came out on DVD, I, I warmed up to it and was like, oh, okay, I had fun watching this. I rank it high because it had the best acting and the best production values. Yeah, it really did. And that really counts for something as far as I'm concerned. And I heard that they spent That's why so I think Michael Bay is a genius. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought Land was good, but it's—I agree—it's my least favorite of the of the five or six, whatever there is. Five. five. Uh, there's six now, yeah, technically. Yeah. And and although we haven't seen the sixth. Yeah, so. survivals. Oh, yeah. The, the absolute one. yeah. out of ones that it would be my least favorite out of all of them. I haven't but. seen that one. Uh, you and I were talking the other day. I want to get your opinion on this uh, yeah. Day of the Dead remake. Liked it. I actually thought it was well put together. Um, I mean, I actually quite enjoyed it. I thought you said you didn't like it. No, I hated the Day of the Dead. That's what remake. I just said. Oh, I thought you said Dawn. I'm Ooh. sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, as I say, Dawn, <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, I like. Oh yeah, Dawn Day of the, of the Day, awesome. Day of the Dead remake was the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. Like out of nowhere, the zombies become like Spider-Man and can climb up walls and stuff. It makes no sense. Because of them being dead. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Really? Uh huh. <laughs> wow. Did you like Day of the Dead too? No, I would never see that. Okay. That's what I was saying. Cause yeah, that one's pretty bad. I'm surprised you like the Day of the Dead remake. Yeah, cause it's dumb fun. <laughs> like uh, the the zombie action starts right away and it never lets up. <laughs> and date native Pat Kilbane is in it. Does he die? Uh, he's a zombie. Oh, well, then there you go. He is dead. <laughs> well, see, that's funny, because another Dayton uh, original, Jeff Berkman, mm-hmm. is, is in Day, Day of the Dead. Dead. Wow. <laughs> the original? Yeah. yeah. So that's funny. So, and the remake, and in the original, there's Whoa. Dayton people in it. Wow. It's Dayton of the Dead, so that is. <laughs> Dayton Whoa. of the Dead. <laughs> Whoa, I just pulled that out. Nice. Yeah. High five. <laughs> I'll go ahead and give you one on that one. I'm too close to the mic. It hurt somebody. No, we did it lightly. No one can hear that. (laughs) I witnessed it. It happened. (laughs) What about you, Jason? Uh, The first nine child's plays. Those are my favorite. Okay. (laughs) And the child's plays? And and the sadness. Oh, thank you. And what? 
The Sadness. One of his movies. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. Mine are really boring. I mean, it's very traditional. It's like... The Exorcist, The Shining. Yeah, Poltergeist. I mean, like, it really is. Those are my favorites. (laughs) I really do. Hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. uh, As long as you're not an actor, I totally uh, go ahead and give you those. I mean, Return of the Living Dead is in there. Oh, yeah. Which might be Uh, um... I... I really like Luther the Geek. Um, <laughs> yeah, but mostly the traditional, like The Shining <clears throat> and Hellraiser and Texas Chainsaw and The First Nightmare and Friday 13th Part 6. Oh, yeah. Jason um, Lives? Yeah. that's I love that <laughs> one. I'm sure I've seen it 30 times, seriously. Alice Cooper soundtrack. <laughs> He's back, the man behind the mask. I've said it once, I've said it before, I have never seen a Friday the 13th. Really? Ever. Freddy vs. Jason? That was awesome. Uh, I've seen that one. Okay. No, that was terrible. I loved it. <laughs> you didn't like Freddy vs. Jason? That was awful. What didn't you like about it? Uh, it was retarded. It was for retarded children. Aww. I thought it was hilarious. Incredible. Hello, retarded children. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> I do like the first child's play. Uh, yeah, first child's play was pretty good. Bad dog. Yeah. Uh, the Thing, is that considered horror? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I really like that one. Um, yeah. You're yeah, talking about the remake, not the original. The John Carpenter one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? There's, there's an original. There's right, an original. Right. Yeah, okay. I, I, just, I thought I you were referring about. to the John Carpenter one as Dawn of the, the original. No, no, no. No, okay. right. <laughs> I like Dawn of the Dead quite a bit. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure there's ten in there. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. You hate horror, don't you? No, no. I don't hate it. I just I don't I don't delve in it like <clears throat> like most of the horror I've seen is. With YouTube people, right? Like, uh, I really liked Feast actually, yeah. uh, the first two actually. But I saw those of you, and like when I, I used to live with Matt Brassfield, and uh, he has about forty thousand horror movies on DVD, <laughs> and so we watched a lot of those. It's so, true. <clears throat> I really liked that Paul Natchi werewolf movie. What was it? Uh, which one? We watched several. I don't know because we watched Curse of the Werewolf. Was it Assignment Terror? Or uh, <laughs> no. Curse of the Devil? Was he in that? Paul yeah. Natchi? Huh? Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna take away Hellraiser off of mine mm-hmm. and replace it with Reanimator. Ooh, and redo, okay. redo. How about scanners? Anybody like scanners? Yeah, I did right. not. Yeah, I was gonna say, it was yeah. Like, yeah. The Hitcher. I put <clears throat> the Hitcher in my Never home. The Hitcher is really good. I, I put that in my top ten. Regger Hauer is, uh, yeah. just really a hobo creepy. with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of, yes. And he's, he comes off very sincere and, yeah. and creepy in that oh, movie. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> After a while, you start forgetting that it's a Lady Hawk. That movie creeped me out when I was a kid. Lady, Lady Hawk? No. No. No, the other one. The, the, the French fry scenes. What got me? I've never seen it. See, I, My parents kicked me out of the room. When they were watching it? Mm-hmm. I think it was mostly my dad because, uh, as I've mentioned numerous times, uh, I was four years old when I first saw Nightmare on Elm Street with my mom. While we were eating dinner, yeah, yeah, and you're like, uh, like mesmerized. I'm sure. Oh, it was awesome! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what a great movie, the, the OG. Oh yeah, see a lot of uh, when when I was younger. Um, of course, you know I have an older brother, Brian. He introduced me to a lot of the horror film stuff, and my parents were really cool. Like the first movie I ever actually owned was Universal's Frankenstein that they wow. bought me. That's so, awesome. I mean, like, they always encouraged the fact that I like, you know, monsters and drawing monsters and stuff. 
And then, you know, like a lot of people, too, you know, like Horror Host, because I don't know if you guys remember that show, Commander USA's Groovy oh, Movies. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> every Saturday I was glued to that, yeah, you know, watching all the horror <clears throat> films. And, and, you know, then years down the line there was Joe Bob's Monster Vision. Again, I would always yeah. rush home to watch stuff on that. That one I don't know. Joe Bob Briggs. Uh, yeah, he was on TBS for a while. Yeah. TNT. Uh, whatever. That's <laughs> uh, right. This is uh, Dinner in a Movie. It was on TBS. Paul Bacomar. Which, anyway. again, that was actually not a bad show. I found myself what? watching that what? show, too. <laughs> Still on? Is it really? Yeah. Same same host? Uh, one of the hosts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Hey, my parents were weird about me and horror. Like, they knew that I liked monsters and stuff like that. Uh, but I remember my dad freaking out at me because I was watching like some sort of like uh, you know like uh, unsolved mysteries type show, but it was all about like the supernatural. He's like, "What the hell are you watching?" And like threatening to beat the crap out of me. And, uh, but at the same time, like I said, my mom would let me watch you know like you know Nightmare on Elm Street, and I remember watching uh, Halloween three with my mom, you know, <laughs> really young. But uh, and uh, like there was a time where my mom was. Like really into horror movies, mm-hmm. and uh, but like she's I don't know, grown up. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's what's <clears throat> weird. My parents were right. totally not into horror films. Like they didn't, they still don't watch them, you know. And then, but for some reason, me and my brother, you know, really got into them. Like my brother's just like me. I mean, I mean, you you know him, and uh-huh. you've met him several times. I mean, he's literally way into horror films and everything else. So it's kind of weird. I guess we we did pull from you know TV and I guess just our surroundings because I mean we grew up in a small town so there wasn't much to do oh, yeah. you know and we lived kind of in town so it wasn't like we could go do a lot of different things I mean yeah we went out and played baseball or whatever with the other kids but once you got home it was there was nothing to do so we found ourselves There's... watching that kind of stuff constantly right. you know and on at that time it horror films were on TV like crazy. I mean, every every station ran a horror film at some point. Hotel Hell. I remember seeing that on the <laughs> USA. That, yeah, yeah. So did your parents, do they watch <clears throat> your horror movies? Because you've made like 20, actually, 20, 30 horror movies. They've maybe watched half. Really? They actually have not watched everything That's I've done. My brother does, of course. Yeah, because my parents have no idea of uh, anything that I do outside yeah. of uh, eat dinner with them occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, see, they've always been supportive of that kind of stuff, too. You know, mm-hmm. you know, because I've made, you know, monster movies with people in rubber masks, and then I've made, like, slasher movies, which, you know, you've been in. And, you know, they've always been supportive and don't, you know, That's never cool. have put me down yeah. on anything that I've wanted to do. I think uh, for the longest time my parents were wondering when I would get out of this comic book phase. Yeah. You know, when are you going to try to find a real job? Yeah. Well, see, and, uh, you got a real job. Yeah, exactly. I do have a real job, and I got out of that phase. Mm-hmm. So it all worked out in the end. Way to go, Mom and Dad. Way to oppress me. Well, I'm, I'm going to um, state it right now, that I think that you are a, a great nope, comic book artist. Jason, back me up on this. Nope. I'll yeah, punch like, both ter- of you. He's <laughs> terrible. He's terrible. Thank you should you. give it up. All right. Thanks. Um, they are lying. No, I'm going to punch you across <laughs> Jason. I'm going to punch you with Jason. No! <laughs> with Jason's head. I was agreeing with you. <laughs> Jason's head's going to hit my head. <laughs> no, he's awesome. Uh, God damn it. It's um, true. Uh, what was I going to say? 
I will say that uh, I mentioned it on the the first uh, spectacular that uh, I remember seeing bits and pieces of the original Creature from the Black Lagoon uh, in 3D on a little TV show called Shock Theater. Whoa! Doctor Creep. Doctor Creep. Perry. I'm sure you've already Perry talked. Hobart. I'm sure you've already talked about our nope. team ups. No, yeah, we're waiting for you. Yeah. Well, I, well thank you. Um, that and you know, I don't like what I do. God damn it. <laughs> well, I w- Eric, I w- actually want you. I'm going to give you the honor. I want you to actually start it <clears> because <throat> you've been a tremendous help on this whole process. Um, so I would like for you to tell the viewers or your listeners, you know, what you what we've been doing. Uh, well, Brian, uh, we have been, uh... <laughs> He's probably tuned out by now. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's old nuts. Um, all right, well, Kathleen, what I've been doing... <laughs> sure, sure he knows. Damn Tell it. Kurt. Well, he probably knows, too. Oh, yeah, he He's knows, too, yeah. Uh... Pat Kane may uh, not know. He may not even listen anymore. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh... He's probably too busy working on his next OK Panic. Right. right. Hello. Pat, Pat, Pat Kane, if you are listening, please text us and let us know you're alive. Uh, 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 that was cold. Yeah, that was cold. Right. He knows I love him. Uh, no, uh, you, Mr. Brassfield, have been uh, bequeathed with the honor of uh, resurrecting uh, Dr. Creep, uh, his old show. Actually, I guess technically it's his new show. Newer. Newest. <laughs> yeah. uh, most recent yeah. show. Uh, he had a he had a show on uh, through like the, the 70s and 80s called Shock Theater. Uh, ran on a local broadcast television network here in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, years and years after that got canceled, he started it up again on public access called New Shock Theater. Uh, and you are putting out every episode on uh, DVD. Uh, one point during this process, you asked my advice for, uh, like how you should, uh, approach it. Uh, I told you that, uh, the, the look of it should be consistent from episode to episode, and then I took it upon myself, sadly, <laughs> and with, uh, much stress to my life, <laughs> uh, to, to sort of design the template and, uh, help you, uh, Wrangle artists as best as I could to draw covers for every single episode, of which there were only 21, and now for some reason there's like 30. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure more. And on yet the way. we only had 15 artists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you wrangled some people in. I got a couple people involved. Uh, Matt did most of the work and mm-hmm. uh, getting people in. Uh, a ton of uh, excellent people. Mostly local? Uh, mostly local. Yeah. Uh, I think there's only one that I know of that is not local. Yeah, I think everyone uh, else is local. Um, but uh, our good pal uh, Kirk Dins is, uh, has agreed to, to do one of the final ones. Uh, he is not local. He's doing the uh, wedding episode. The wedding episode. Which is yeah. actually the final episode of that series. Yeah. So he's going to be the closer. Well, and Eric's uh, the opener. He's a pretty strong closer. Uh, yeah, I, I did the very first episode, yep. and in between we get uh, some people, uh, some very talented folk, like a Mr. Jason Young. That's right. He did uh, episode two, Daughter of Horror. Yeah. Uh, my episode was uh, Simon Terror. Yeah. I also did another episode towards the end of the line called uh, The Devil's Devil Wedding, Wedding Night. Night. Um, I did one. You did for, one. Uh, uh, Samson, Samson and the Wax Museum. Museum. 
Um, oh, a bunch of our listeners have done one. Joe did one. Joe, Joe did G- one. G- Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy did one. Yeah, and, uh, well, he's, he's, a, a, he's, he's a guest. He's a guest. Not a listener. So, yeah, Joe. Um, Joe, Joe did G, Devil's, uh, uh, what was the, it? The Touch of Satan. Touch of Satan. Uh, so we've got uh, some ridiculously talented people, like uh, Justin Wasson doing uh, Last, Last Man, Man on, on Earth. Earth. Uh, Bruce Hughes doing Mill of the Stone, Stone Women. Woman. Yep. Uh, we've got Jeff Potter. Jeff Potter, uh, okay, panic guy, doing uh, Devil Doll. Um, yeah, which Devil Doll one, I must say that with with your addition of adding the colors, that one turned out to be amazing looking. Like I really liked the, the way that the colors and everything turned out on that one. So good it job didn't on take that one. Much. I, yeah. not, this this is like a total testament to to the talent, the ridiculous amount of talent. The Jeff, Jeff Potter has. Jeff, yeah. Jeff takes a bath in talent every night. Yeah. Seriously. And then he showers off with uh, uh, more talent. More talent. More talent. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, in fact, he's got... Uh, showers off, did I say that? <clears throat> I, would, uh, I would say he does that, but then he sweats out talent. Too. Yeah, he does. He's, yeah. He's, he's talent everywhere. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah uh, so, yeah, it didn't take much to, to help make that cover pop, because yeah. it was pretty popping already. Actually, so far, every artist I've actually enjoyed. There, there's a lot of them that are different than others, but I think everybody's. Oh, I'm going to be completely nice. 100% honest. There are some awful ones. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like I said, that there's ones that, especially people like you know, I'm not an artist, so you know, I'm more uh, movie making, TV show. That's right. that's my frame of mind on everything. So I'm sure you know, with even with Jason, both of you guys being artists, I'm sure there's ones that you guys probably look at and you go, oh, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a given. Oh, <laughs> what's that mean when you point at me and laugh? Nothing. Oh, okay. We're just telling you that you're okay with us, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> at least I was going to dress like a cyclop that only have one eye. Just saying. I had three, three eyes, eyes, sir. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I yeah, don't have one. I, I, I mean, so far I've liked, I mean, everybody. I mean, there's tons of people that were involved. Josh Weinberg, Emily Marshall, like you said, Jeremy Hoyt. I mean, the list goes on and on. Even, even like you said, even though there's some that maybe not as good as others, it's cool that so many people like tried, right? Like, yeah, yeah, and came uh, to this. I love the fact that like you know you can look at every single one of them, and even though there is the unifying you know wraparound, that uh, everything is like a completely different style from each other. Yeah. Like even the, the even the, the fact that I did two of them, mm-hmm. like I still try to make sure that they oh, yeah. looked completely different and from each do. other. And yeah. they do. I mean, that's that's the nice thing. So where can one purchase these DVDs if someone wanted to? Um, right now, um, like I said, my company, which is Bloodline Video, um, we just are producing the DVDs. Um, Doctor Creep's manager, uh, Rick Martin, is basically the one that sells them. I know they're selling them at Foy's right now, Halloween Shop in Fairborn. Um, and then he told me that they're going to put them up online and sell them individually or by subscription base. I guess we're mm-hmm. every month or every other month they'll send you a new volume. Okay. Um, and then at Horrorama this year. Um, Which is coming up this week. Yes, so. on the 29th of October oh, at wow, Inglewood really? Cinema. So if you live in the Dayton area, go to that. Definitely. If you um, live in the Fairborn area, go to Foy's. Although, uh, I think Dr. Creeps is, is done with Foy's for the month, right? He told me, because um, I just had to have a meeting with all of them yesterday, actually. Um, they said he may be there on Saturday. Okay, um, sure. So he will 
might be at Horrorama for the beginning part of it, and then he may show up on Saturday at Foy's. Yeah. So, and That's at cool. Horrorama this year, too, we're going to auction off um, um, episode 1 through 10 with the Best of Shock Theater together, and all the proceeds go to Dr. Creep's health benefit. That's so, nice. Yeah. So, if you do, definitely if you go to Inglewood, make sure to bring yeah. some money. To yeah, I think we, we, we need to sort of uh, emphasize that, that this is all pretty much just a benefit to uh, Dr. Creep. He's uh, not doing very well uh, yeah. health-wise. He's living in a nursing home. So, most of the proceeds for this are going towards... Uh, you know uh, his, his health and, and uh, his well-being. He's so he's in the, the man's pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, uh, he's he's a, a Dayton icon. You know, he's uh, one of the more respected horror hosts uh, nationally. Oh yeah. You know, uh, people love him. And you can, uh, yeah, you can see him in what was the, the uh, American Scary, a yeah. documentary about yeah, horror hosting, and uh, he's in it. Uh, and, and both of you guys know me. I mean, I'm I'm pretty normal, tough guy. You know what I mean? I don't show emotions or much. But when I actually went and seen him the last time, it was probably one of the hardest things, besides, you know, like my grandma's passing and stuff like that, because it's not the same Barry that I knew even, like, a year or two ago. Right. I mean, it was it was really rough, because, you know, I'm, I get, when I get passionate about something, I get passionate about something, and, you know, for people who didn't know, Barry wants me to brain back shock theater and he's has for probably the past three years he's asked me to redirect and you know his health is keeps getting worse and worse and i kept telling him you know barry well we need to get you better first and you know the last time i did it was like i had to help him into a wheelchair and then help him out of a wheelchair just to sit in a chair and it was just i don't know it was not you know, I don't know. You don't like seeing people you grew up idolizing and people like that. Right. You don't like seeing them that way. So that's why I'm really proud of, like, you know, you, Eric, and, and Jason, and everybody else who's helped because it is something like us giving back to, I mean, because I'm, I'm going to be honest, he's, you know, he's probably not going to be around too much longer. Right. So it's it's very nice that he was we can do something. And, yes, yeah, that, yeah. you know, how much he meant to so many different people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all, I think... Most people involved probably watched watched his yeah. stuff when they were kids. If I not, they've at least heard about him from <coughs> yes. like the parents if they're right. too young or whatever like that. But uh, and also, I think it's a real testament that I mean, we did get a lot of you know professional level artists you know doing work for free, yeah. simply because you know Who he it was is for. right, right, yeah. So I think that really speaks to you know just how beloved he is in this area and right. how much he means to people, right, right. And, you know, on top of it, it, you know, despite my uh, constant stream of bitching, uh, it was a lot of fun to do, and, and you know, I'm, I'm glad to have helped, and, you know, oh, just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sure Eric, Eric can digest, too, for all my panicky I, aim messages and everything yeah. else of where stress was hitting me, and Eric's like, you know, just calm down. Everything's going to work out. Yeah, the DVDs, I can, as a neutral, well, neutral-ish party, <laughs> yeah. I think they look great. I think the uh, the work is, uh, you can see it in the finished project. Yeah. Pro- product. And I mean, and, and I should also give a shout-out to Josh, Josh Weinberg, because he's the one that's actually... Um, you know, I'm just sitting in with him, but he's the one that's actually putting the actual DVDs together. So really, you're so, not doing much of anything. 
No, I was the organizer, transfers. <laughs> I had to do all the transfers and all that. So no, I did. I did quite a bit. Right. <laughs> you're moving. Just, you're moving. You're shaking. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the one that had to basically tr- kind of try to be the glue that tried to hold get everybody. Together, and yeah, yeah. you know, we had to let people go, which Eric can vouch for. There was yeah. people that didn't come through that we ended up having to fire and rush to find a new person to take their place and. Yeah, and then the people who who did have to be replaced, you know, their replacements really got on the ball and, oh, yeah. and didn't, uh, you know, as best a job that they could within oh, yeah. the, you know, in some cases, like, week that they had to do right, something, yeah. you know. Yeah, Because yeah. I know we had a few that uh, needed to be in production right away. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Stephanie was yeah, one yeah, of them. Yeah, definitely, um, yeah. Stephanie Lambsdale, we and, had to uh, rush hers through. Emily Marshall replaced yes. someone. And, yes. Uh, yep. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Yeah. yeah. And they came through. <laughs> yeah. uh, if, uh, if you go onto Facebook, uh, type in New Shock Theater, you should be able to find it, and that's where all the covers are, the, the at least all the ones that have been done up to this point. Yep. Uh, so check that out. Yeah. Now, uh, want to kind of wrap up. Uh, you talked about uh, Dr. Creep wanted you to or, you know, do a, a reboot of uh, Shock Theater. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, obviously he's not doing that well. So I think you're kind of doing the next best thing and sort of honoring the man's legacy by doing your own path. Yes, I am. And you've got uh, a horror host project of your own that uh, you are in production on, right? Yes, yes. Actually, uh, we just shot an episode, which was the first episode. We shot it out of order, of course, but we just shot it on Sunday. Um, The season's just about to wrap. Um, it's called Baron Von Porkchop's Terrifying Tales of the Macabre. Wow. Um, it's a mouthful. I yeah. love the name. It's <laughs> a good name. Um, so we'll be hitting, um, in theory, um, DATV, um, and then we have a few other television deals in the works that we're talking with. But, yeah, it's more of a straight-back-to-the-classic style where it's skits in between. Um, I noticed a lot of the modern horror hosts, which I have nothing against as far as their style, but a lot of it seems more hectic, and it's more like, you know, vintage um, trailers and drive-in reels and stuff like that. This one, you know, while we do play trailers, is more of a storyline that goes throughout the movie, and then it wraps up, and then the whole season, too, kind of connects, like, every stuff that's referenced in one episode... We'll come back in another episode. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of it. Um, we actually have a radio interview um, on Wright State, um, their campus radio station tomorrow. And then we are on YSO um, on Wednesday um, promoting it. So um, This may be up by Wednesday, so, you know. Uh, Either way. Not, not so much of a plug, but you're doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> and it's taken off. Um, we've been embraced by the horror host community which has been really nice there's been tons of horror hosts that found out about us that's contacted us and been giving us advice um there's a rumor that uh we're going to be invited to a horror uh horror hound weekend as a guest nice. so i mean yeah there, it's it's actually taken off um we're going to be at Horrorama, um and the baron and baroness are actually going to host the uh children's costume contest that's which cool. i think is really cool that they yeah. allowed us to do that so we, yeah, we're we're taking off. No, I'm, I'm not sure if you want to keep the uh, air of mystery over your your cast, but uh, I'm gonna just say that since I know who who uh, who are playing these characters, do you really want those people to be near children? <laughs> um, 
Ashjay Amwerk Bay. Jason, um, I'm going to have to ask you to answer this for me. Oh. Um, um, uh, as your lawyer, I don't think you have to answer this question. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> but now, um, I, <laughs> yes, I trust them. Okay, all right. The that, both of them. That's all. They're both good people. Um, Not in this host's opinion, but uh, whatever. We uh, we did have some setbacks, though, which was um, I've actually already had to let two cast members go, which was kind of threw stuff through a loop. Um, but, you know, we're on track. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've, I wish we, you luck. We've got yeah. a really uh, good butcher coming up for the, for the show. <clears throat> He's going to rock it. Awesome. Like a uh, rocket man. Well, uh, I guess when you get closer to having an air date, we'll talk about that some more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, otherwise I'm tired. Yeah. You gotta get up in like six hours. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I get, five. I get up at five. Wow. Every morning. That's crazy. Just think about that. The next time I'm at work and you're just trying to chat with me on instant message, I am tired and grumpy and I don't want to talk to you. But I should make your day. But often you don't, because it's usually like, Oh my god, my life is fucking ruined. <laughs> I've been very cheerful lately. <laughs> or, why did you walk out of the store? Why? I, I was upset. I thought you were mad at me. <laughs> I don't like when my friends are mad at me. It bothers me. It's called sticking to the bit. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get all upset when I think my friends are mad at me. Jason can vouch for this. I get all worried. I'm like, well, what would I do? I must have said something. I must have did something to him. He's a worry word, this one. A little bit, yeah. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got to finally see uh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon movies. Yeah, me too. And some good friends visiting. Yeah. Some good conversation. Mm-hmm. Some okay conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, some non-conversation, Mr. Young. What? <laughs> I'm sleepy. <laughs> But again, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, uh, like I said, I, on. I love coming on here. And yeah. Anytime you guys want me to come back, I'm we'll, uh, we'll try to you make it uh, more frequent than uh, two years. He's <laughs> our first ever guest, right? He was our first yeah. guest. Yay. Yeah, yeah. And Episode I'm so- seventeen. And I- was it eighteen? And now you're our last one since I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. yeah the show's ending. Yep. So, yeah. good night. Good, good night, night, everybody. Goodbye. You're not leaving. Oh yeah, it's over. Yeah, the honeymoon's over. Yeah. Uh, so. uh... I didn't think so. Eric, <laughs> I heard you're looking for a new co-host. <laughs> probably, I'll probably just move Joe in from the other show. Yeah, I'll be looking for a new League Night co-host, so... Yeah. Hey, can, I I can I do Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got nothing going on. <laughs> like, after I cut the one show, I mean, might as well yeah. just come back. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take off. Yeah, our pants. Ooh. Ooh. Right. Good. Bye.